Yo, what's poppin', everyone? We are Minds That Matter. I'm your girl, Tossie Janae Jones. We got my girl, Shamoni. Hey, hey, hey. And we also got my dog, Nicole. What's up? Yeah, what's poppin', everyone? Our objective is to promote positive dialogue that encourages forward thinking. We're striving to encourage and empower individuals through collaborative discussion. We hope you guys enjoy our dope conversations and content. Let us know what you guys think and hit us up. And if you guys like the content we're bringing, make sure you subscribe to all social media platforms at Minds That Matter. Yes, yes, yes. So um, as always, we want to thank all of our listeners for tuning into Minds That Matter. We appreciate you guys. Your, we appreciate <laughs> your support. <laughs> Lord, I was trying to get that mouthful out. <laughs> um, this topic today we're talking about um, is leaving the nest. And we have a great uh, special guest with us. Her name is Janelle Crawford. Hello, Janelle. Hi, how y'all doing? We're doing pretty good. Welcome to Minds That Matter. Thank you for having me. <laughs> so, um, as always, we do like to start off with some fun facts with our guests. Do you want to give us a fun fact about yourself? Um, absolutely. I'll give two since we actually gave, since I gave one off air. So the first one, <laughs> <laughs> the first one is um, Mia Oprah Winfrey. We got the same birthday and it might not mean much to a lot of people, but for me, that's like kind of motivational being as though, you know, the type of success. Aquarius. Oh shit! Okay. January twenty ninth. A whole different part of the year, Nicole. Aquarius. No months away. My bad. My bad. They crazy. <laughs> but, right, right. That's what I was asking. January or the February Aquarius. January twenty ninth. Oh, mm-hmm. the day after J Cole. Period. Mm-hmm. So you know. Back. So you know exactly. So it's greatness. You know. Destined for greatness. Exactly. Exactly. I actually have that tattoo. But okay. um, oh really? Mm-hmm, I do in Italian. Is that another fun fact, or are you just giving us facts? <laughs> That's facts. And then the other fun. This is the official fun fact. I love Amazon. Oh. Birthday present through Amazon. Okay. No, yeah. Amazon. Right. I order everything from Amazon. Food. Everything. Oh my god. Low you sh- got that Prime membership. Not, e- not even. I just got a good credit card. <laughs> 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 With a good limit. <laughs> Girl. I'm weak. I ain't bad at you. Exactly. I need to step my ordering game up. I don't even be like taking advantage of my Prime like I need to. Girl, I do. Okay. Yeah, I so. If I order something, I know it'll be here in a day or two. Like, yeah. Exactly. So, <laughs> me and Oprah got the same birthday and I, I'm an Amazonaholic. Amazonaholic. That should be yeah. like a hashtag or like. Put it on I need a, a I need a t-shirt, hoodie, hat, yep. something. Yeah, all that. Put it on dad hat. Phone case. Thirty <laughs> <laughs> here first. Amazon. Yes. Put it in your Instagram. Go have like a smile. Like. <laughs> yeah. You better brand it, sis. Okay. <laughs> Man. Okay, so um, we're gonna definitely get onto a more serious topic uh today. Um, which, you know, the topic is going to be leaving the nest, but in real terms, it's common in the black community for parents to, or family members, depending on who you're raised by, to push you out of a home at a certain age, right? And sometimes it's by force. Sometimes it's just, it's unspoken and it's just like the way of life. You're, you're ready to go at, cause you grow now, you're an adult. Some leave off to college. There's there's different ways of of leaving a home. Um, tell us a little bit about your experience and if you have um, 
anything going on to where how it how it developed you into the woman you are today? Um, I don't. I personally um, know two people that you know was forced out the nest, and one of them it actually made her. The other one it actually broke her. Okay. Yeah. It actually like broke her. One became real successful, independent, self-sufficient. She had trust issues and the other one wasn't as headstrong as the other one. Mm -hmm. So it broke her because she was easily influenced. She Mm -hmm. literally was lost. She didn't know which way she wanted to go. And I just feel like um, kicking your kids out at 18. I just feel like, yes, 18, you are legally to some extent, like legally responsible, but I just don't think that you're capable of making certain decisions because it's like certain things I did when I was 18, I wouldn't even think twice about it. So I just feel like, you know, I just feel like the world is a little rough and I wouldn't put my child out. Like I have a daughter, you know what I'm saying? I I would, yeah, you know, I just feel like the world is just so ugly like i'm supposed to be your ambassador to the world so i would never understand a parent kicking a child out at 18 at at any age you know i feel like you know like i mean it it, is as crazy as this world is like you could send your son to the store and he don't come back home he don't come back home right that's true he don't come back home so i just feel like like a target shit your daughters too nowadays with all this trafficking and shit they getting snatched up and fucking you know, yeah, so, so. And, I, and, I, and I just feel like grown women go missing, grown men go missing. Yes. Like right. any, Absolutely. like anything can happen. You can be a grown woman, go to a party, meet the wrong person, and, and be done. Be exactly be done. So I just feel like I can't see a parent wanting to do that. Um, I still call my mama for everything. I'd be like, Mom, this is a situation. <laughs> blah, blah, blah. Bro. Like, check off my phone. And I'm Bro, like, Mom. <laughs> like, those memes about, like, how do you make a doctor's appointment? That should be me, man. I was like, My mom, I'm like, So, <laughs> I just, like, what you mean? I got to just call him and, okay, like, so, I don't know. But I just I feel like, I just feel like you always need guidance i don't care if you 50 70 it's always somebody older or somebody smart and i just feel like who better to get that guidance than your parent so mm-hmm. i just can't see it. like you don't like to throw somebody out like that's like you throw trash out you know what i'm saying like uh right like what could your child do that's so bad now if you got a child that's grown and they a drug addict and you know in and out of jail rehab but like at 18 like they still a baby even if they graduated and mm-hmm. they do have a car, a part-time job. Like, are they really capable of taking care of themselves? You know what I'm saying? And then right. I just feel like at that age, and really at any age, one wrong decision, and it's over. Like, it really could affect you. And I just feel like it's just not right. It just takes one bad decision and That's shit's it. just out the window, basically. So and it can... Your- Oh, sorry. So no, that's interrupting it. <laughs> it's okay. uh, so did your mother kick you out at 18 or did she allow you to stay at the house? Um, I actually left when I was 19. Okay, by choice. Yeah, by choice, yeah. And that's different, right? So like that mm-hmm. it's a mutual agreement like I'm I'm going, like I'm choosing this for myself, not right. being forced. But did you think you were grown in 19 and you was like I'm good, I I can I'm out here, I can make it? Like what was your I mean, thought process? My thought process at that time was like, you know, I have a job. You know, I was doing, I did okay for myself. Like, I'll tell you this, I left and never went back. Yeah. You know? 
never okay. never missed a rent payment you know Mm-hmm. So I'm all, so I'm okay. You know what I'm saying? And it, it was mutual. She knew it was time to take the training wheels off, you know, mm-hmm. but <laughs> like I said, I know other people's situations and it, it just didn't go well for them. And even my friend, I feel like even, you have resilience sometimes, you know, like you have to be some bit of resilience to like surviving your own like that. Like you said, it's two spectrums. One girl became mm-hmm. self-sufficient and one girl drowned. Because, same situation, two yeah, different outcomes. Exactly. Because they didn't have that same foundation, you know? But I just feel like um, even the, the one that is um, like self-sufficient, she has trust issues because she mm-hmm. feel like if my mom would do this, I don't stand a chance with nobody else. Mm-hmm. Oh, that's sad. Yeah, it, it is because, you know, your parents are like your introduction to the world. So you, you know, they kind of teach you the world. So Right. Do you think that it was possibly more behind that? Because I feel like if she just has trust issues based off of her get, just getting kicked out, that doesn't really tell me a lot. I feel like it's, there's more. It's the love. It's like it's like feeling. It's like if somebody throw you out, it's like my mom don't love me, so anybody else will switch up on me any given Sunday. So I can see that, though. And then, like, she's not going to let a lot of people in close to her, and she's not going to put herself in a position to fail, like, like by having her independence taken away or her self-sufficiency or like her spot, anything, because at any moment from what she's experienced, if you let somebody in close enough to do something, they can just walk in and out when they want to, or you put something else in somebody's hands, somebody that you think is supposed to like be there for you and guide you and do this down the third. And they fail on that. Then you kind of like left out in the cold and you have to like pull yourself up by your bootstraps and, and get it. So I can kind of see how she kind of has trust issues and she doesn't want to, you know, jeopardize what she has. So, I mean, to me, it kind of makes some sense, you know, but I'm sure there's like some deeper rooted issue. You know, we don't know the girl personally, but. Cause I'm just thinking like just that one specific incident, I would personally, I would think, well, maybe she's trying to build me up so that way I can take care of myself because you know, when you're a parent, you, there's no guarantee you like, we said anything can happen to anybody. So mm-hmm. there's no guarantee that they're going to always be around. Mm-hmm. So it's a possibility she's just trying to build that person so that way they can be prepared for if that day does come. You get what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. I feel like there's a way to go about that, though. And you have to, like, thoroughly communicate that with your kids. Like, to my to my understanding, like, some of us in our, you know, black community, we don't thoroughly communicate, and especially some of the older generations because, you know, they just – were taught a certain way and they just move by how they, you know, learn from their own experiences. But sometimes they will go about it as far as to say like, oh, you know, you grown, you 18, you can get out of my house, you wanna do this and a third, you know, you grown enough, especially if you run out here thinking you grown, now I'm gonna show you you grown versus setting you up and like, you know, teaching you how to like be self-sufficient and get you a With job. The necessary and, tools and right, be able to manage your budget and stuff mindset. like that. And then move out of 18, 19, because I done taught you what you need to do. And this is how you're going to do it versus now you grown, you're going to figure it out, get, get on, you know, but realistically, yeah. we're going back to the, the generations where they didn't really communicate. I feel like communication has just become recently a topic in most households i feel like so right that's what i was just saying talk to communicate then how's she gonna tell her daughter that's what i'm trying to do you know and a lot of these yeah that's what i was saying that's the problem like you're gonna have those who have communicated and those who have not and i feel like a lot of the people that's kicked out of the 18 they it wasn't taught to them because they didn't have that communication so for them the whole subject was now you grown you think you grown you can get out and figure it out you know on your own that's what i'm saying like that lack of 
communication right there was the problem. And I, I know, think, what you trying to say? I was going to say that a lot of those parents, um, they have like a do as I say. Not, not as, as I do. Yeah, type of mentality. I feel like you have to lead by example. Mm-hmm. And also, I feel like it's a certain type of parent that kicks their children out at 18. Oh, that's true. I really feel like um, the parents that are successful, that have careers and stuff, they don't really do that because they're successful. Rather, they had it the easy way or they work themselves up to like be successful. I feel like they know they they value that success and they don't kick their kids out. They try to help them. I feel like it's a certain type of parent, maybe a parent that's not really doing good financially. You know how mm-hmm. some parents be on that type of time where it's like, um, oh, I got I got three down, two to go. You know, mm-hmm. like I think mm-hmm. that I think when you do that, I feel like you're not ready. You're you and then I feel like even at 18, like you kicking your child out, even if your child is 37 and they doing good and they got a career, a house and stuff, you still have to be a parent. So it's yeah. like you, you kick your child out at 18 and then what? Now you've broken that relationship watch them struggle. that y'all had. Mm-hmm. You watch them struggle and it's like if you're struggling and then a lot of people are miserable too. Misery yes. loves company. So it's like, you know, I had to get up and do it this way so you you could do it or... You know, their situation on their kids. Hey, you you said it. You said it just right. You said it just right. More circumstances to that situation too, because my mom wasn't necessarily quote unquote successful, but my mom ain't never kicked me out either. Mm-hmm. Right. Okay. In different circumstances, but my mom's always been a parent. So I think it's really it has to do with the, what that person has went through, their experiences, and how how they translate that to their kids, like how, how they communicate that, how they parent, how they, it has to be a lot more rooted than just the finances. I don't think it's just finances, but I know there are those, those parents who have, um, um, like, okay, most times you'll see this in single family homes, right? Or even if like, um, a child is raised by like a grandma or something or an auntie or something, Mm Um, sometimes that child may or may not be neglected, or it could be that relative that's motivating to that individual and helps them become a better person and doesn't push them out the house. So I agree. I don't think it's always finances. I think it's that individual per se. If they have it instilled in them to want or to raise a child, then they'll put the better um, parts of that characteristic in an individual and help them become and mold them into an adult versus forcing them out. But if they have a negative past or background or personality, then that negativity, um, those behavioral traits, they that's where it comes from, that, that anger or the blame and, and pushing them out at 18, that cycle just continues. So I guess it depends on the individual and how they choose to raise a child, whether it's theirs or not. I also think it kind of depends on the child as well. Like if your kid is 17, 18 years old, they've been in jail three or four times. They, they in a game or they doing drugs or they, they steal or whatever the case may be, or your daughter, your son got two or three kids and they, you know, 17, 18 years old and they bring that into your house and they putting that burden on you as if (laughs) you are able to sustain or be responsible for them, the, 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 the grandkids, I guess. And, it's kind of like not fair or like, you know, that kid is doing things and and moving in a way that they want to say that they are grown and they won't take any help or assistance or advice from their parents. So then their parent is kind of left with no other choice. Okay. Well you need to leave and see how grown you really are. You got to do that black movie scene where the black (laughs) woman is looking at him. I I, I did everything I could for you. (laughs) 
You done right. got stolen. Right. <laughs> you want to get the fuck up out of my house with all that shit. I ain't raising no more I fucking babies. No okay. Okay, Rochelle, exactly. everybody hates Chris. <laughs> exactly. So I kind of feel like in some way the, the kid might play a part, you know, but I agree. I feel like, but I feel like even before it gets to that point, now, mm-hmm. this is my thing, right? Even though I'm anti-kicking kids out at 18 because I just feel like, you know, when my daughter leave, I want her to have a nice bank account, mm-hmm. credit Same. score, you yeah. know? And it's not so like my child owe me anything, but I want to know that I gave you the right tools. So right. rather you use it or not, I know that you I gave you, success. period. You know, and I just feel like... um. I lost what I was going to say, but I just feel like um, even if you absolutely have to, if I give you ultimatums and I've given you chance after chance after chance after chance, and I absolutely have to do that, but that wouldn't be like you do one bad thing and you out of here. You know what I'm saying? Because being a parent, you're going to have to forgive. You know, your kids are going to disappoint you. There may be times where you can give your child a word. They might be ungrateful. All of these are possibilities. As much success as you set them up for, kids can definitely stray. So I feel like if you absolutely have to do that, it's a better way to do it. Mm-hmm. Not just I'm I'm speaking for the I'm not speaking for the troublesome kids. I'm speaking for the parent that might be struggling and just waiting on you to do something and kick you out, just throw you to the wolves. It's like that's what I'm speaking for. Now, if you troublesome right. and you bring it, you disrespecting my house, you disturbing the peace, you stealing, you got all types of weird people in and out of my house. Yeah, you. At that mm-hmm. point, though, don't you think you have to question? what's going on with that kid and why ha- why is that kid reacting that way at that point absolutely you got to be a parent more than just if your kid is sufficient enough for them to sustain themselves mm-hmm. i feel like i feel like all all of that you you definitely have to um yeah you definitely want to be in tune with your kids and you know what's going on try to talk to them like and another thing that i wanted to say like a lot of parents they I don't like the idea that I don't want to be my child's friend. I don't like that because I feel like it's different types of friends. It's levels to friendship. Yeah. Like you could have a friend that's, you could have a friend that she might just be a good turn up friend. Mm-hmm. Then you might just have a friend that that's the all around friend, turn up advice, everything, you know? Mm-hmm. So it's what type of friend you're going to be. Like, for example, when you tell your child to do something such as bedtime or whatever, clean up, they do it. But yeah. you're also your child's friend as far as, like, they can talk to you about a problem at school. You know, right. like, there's some type of good rapport. So I feel like all of, I feel like everything that you do from the time that they're born up until, like, it, all of it plays an effect. If your child, if your child feel like they can't come to you, you know what I'm saying? And, and like I said, yeah. kids can stray. They, they will stray. But I feel like as long as you have something good to come back to. Right. You know, and I feel like even like the rebellious kids, like in the back of their mind, like when they after they start wilding out, they know they like they, somebody to love. Par- mm-hmm. Exactly. Exactly. And they know that they have that love at home. You I know? agree with you 110 percent. My daughter's seven right now. And the way you describe the relationship, friendship versus parenting, I feel like that's exactly how we are. Like, she knows I don't play that shit. Like, she knows the fucking law, the rules, the chores, the everything. But she knows she can confine in me about anything. Like, we've established that since she was two. Mm-hmm. Um, 
I feel like if there's something, like you said, if there's something going on about at school, if there's something on her mind, if she has a bad dream, uh, we experienced a, a terrible loss last year. And mm-hmm. that was something I needed her to be open about because it, she was so young experiencing something that serious. So um, it was really important that I knew what was going on in her mind because she was so young. And then now I know like she can come to me and confide in me about anything going on in her life. And I tell her that all the time. Um, so that, yeah, there's boundaries towards the relationship with you and your child, but it can be a friendship and a parenting. But at the end of the day, like, I'm not going to be like, like you said, turned up with my child. Like I'm not, we're not going to be best friends, like lit. There's boundaries. Yeah. There's definitely boundaries. And boundaries. I all of our parents will all have always told us they ain't the one, they ain't our friends. And that's probably <laughs> because <laughs> their parents have told them that and the parents before them, because they don't want you to get to the point to where you, you disobey them. You're too comfortable. You're not really, like I said, you know. So I feel like, like Janelle was saying, there has to be a boundary. Like, yes, you're going to respect me and do what I say, but I'm not going to put fear into you to where you are scared to come to me when you really need me. And you're seeking that from other people, and you may not really be getting the, the right type of guidance that you need because you're going to the wrong people, you know. Because if they're not getting it from their parents, they're going to get it from somewhere else. Right. And straight, like, they going to learn shit from their friends. Like, I feel like we've all learned a lot from each other growing up, but at the end of the day, like you're not going to forget the, the foundation and stuff that your parents have instilled in you, you know? Mm-hmm. So if you were doing your job in that part, like your kids are going to always remember, they might have to come back and find their way after a while. Cause they're going to want to have to figure it out by their own. You know, we learn by actually living and not just fucking being told. So yeah, I, don't know. I, just I think feel, that's kind of how that goes. Yeah, but I just feel like I really don't like that idea of like, I don't want to be my child's friend. I'm like, well, it's different types of friends. Like, I didn't say go turn up with your 14 year old and y'all go get your belly button pants together. I didn't right. say that. <laughs> I don't, you know, but be, be, your fr- be your kid's confidant, you know? Like, yeah, I want my daughter to call me when she happy, sad. I don't care if you calling me to tell me the best news, the worst news. I want to be the first phone call. Like, yes, you are going to have friends at your age, but I just feel like you don't want to listen to those friends because they know just as much as you know. Right. 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 Like, I'm going to use, for example, my mom. My mom still to this day say, I ain't your damn friend, Shannon. Like, if I get to cussing too much around her, she mm-hmm. ain't having that. But I think that we do have that level of trust to where I can call, I'll call her before I call anybody. But in her mind, it doesn't correlate to her being my friend. She feels like that's just her proper parenting style so parenting yeah maybe it's just left up to some people's interpretation because you know them older folks they don't they don't be like let them play them game no stuck in their ways (laughs) yeah for real like like to this day like i be watching like josh and my mom together and he just be cussing and shit in front of her and i'm like bro like watch your mouth like ain't no way like i could feel like i could sit up here and cuss in front of my mama that much i mean saying all kind of stuff just wow and i'm just like wow like shit doesn't change for sure but like she was <laughs> like been she popped in a mouth bro knocked out but like she will still like let us know within that moment like i'm not the one right. like you know like okay yeah you grown now you 25 you y'all you 27 whatever the case may be but don't don't start getting beside yourself okay right and it's and it's and it's certain conversations that i'm never gonna have with my daughter like we don't have to discuss it because she's still so young, but it's just certain things. You know, I am your friend, though. Yes, definitely. But I like, like that. I, yeah, it's just, you know, you can talk to me, but I certain stuff I'm not going to talk to you about if y'all get what I'm saying. Right. You know, yeah. you know I, I'm still Boundary. mom. 
I'm still mom, so it's still a certain mystique that I have to have, you know? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Exactly. Do you think that you do you think that correlates to like us being the younger generation to where we can use that term adequately and not feel threatened by the fact that we're less than if we're a friend? No, Mm-mm. I actually think it makes you a better parent because you take the time, you're taking the time to like get to know your child, not just as your child, but as a person, mm-hmm. as an individual, you know, like, yeah, yeah, I, I would agree. I, I like the whole concept, like, of being a friend, but like, not like a best friend, like I said, like a friend with boundaries, you know, like, okay, I could be your confidant, like you come to me because I don't know, like, I feel like part of the problem with not being your child's friend is because you've instilled some type of fear in them. So they won't come to you about certain things ever because they're, they're afraid. It's not because they y'all not friends and they like respect you or don't respect you. It's because they fear coming to you because of the consequence. They don't know what the consequence is going to be, or either they do know what the consequence will be. So you haven't like made it safe for your child to be open with you. And I don't really think that that is fair, but do you feel like you have to, as a parent, and I'm not a parent, so I'm asking technically Tasi and Janelle, do you feel right. like that it's some level of fear you have to put in your child, though? I do. I think that respect, yeah, but I don't want you, like, fear, like, I know what fear feels like and looks like. Okay, and I yeah. don't, yeah, I don't want that. I, I feel like I've, I drew a line. And my daughter know not to cross it. And I guess that's where the respect comes in. Mm -hmm. So, like, I'm real old school, new school. Like Janelle said, like, I really, like, it is so important to me that my daughter is transparent and open with me throughout. Like, because, like you said, we've grown. We've we've been kids before. We know the challenges in life and the things that go on in school and what's going to happen. And I want to... I mean, I can only do so much as a parent. I can't protect her from everything, but I feel like it, the more open she is with me, the more I can address or be aware of helping her out or right. giving her advice or preventing things from happening. You know what I'm saying? Because a lot of negligence from parents is the reason and result of a lot of situations for a lot of children. Mm-hmm. So I want to be open and have a great relationship with my daughter, but I am also her parent and she knows I do not play. Like I do not, like, I don't know how to explain <laughs> well, that. We can say this too many ways, but uh, I don't play. Like I say I, what I say. <laughs> I, I tell her all the time. I tell my daughter this every day. Serenity, I love you with all of my heart. I got you. Mama got you to the ends of the earth. Okay. If anybody mess with you, I got you period. Yeah. But don't you ever play me. Like, <laughs> right. And I couldn't agree with that. Like my daughter knows like, and then my daughter's a good kid, so I don't have to really scold her too much. Mm-hmm. She's a very good kid. Um, she knows what not to do. And so far, that's good enough. So, Janelle, um, um, not to cut you off, Tassie, but... Whatever. You know how we do. <laughs> um, so, what, what type of plans do you have for your daughter at 18? Like, how do you think that you will set her up for her whenever she's going to leave the house it may or may not be 18 but like what do you well like what do you plan to do like what type of necessary steps are you going to take to make sure that she's good to go like um possibly like um you know whatever she wants to do i support it just be good at it be thorough give it 110 percent. you know what i'm saying like right now she says she wants to be a doctor 
or her own boss. I said, you know, you can probably run your own office or something like that. You know, so I I just want her to have more tools than I had. That's it. Like we want, you know, I just feel like every generation should be better. Absolutely. Because if not, I feel like we're not doing something right. Yeah. And I feel like I'm going to set her up for that. You know, like she right now, she's my only one. So I do have a lot of time and attention to give to her. And Mm -hmm. I'm also a child development major. So I really study children and I I really care about being a good parent. And Mm -hmm. I take I take it very, very serious. You know what I'm saying? Like, so I just want her to like, you know, possibly at at 18, hopefully she would have had a job, have been working for two years, saving her money. I'm not going to charge you rent. You know, like. Yeah. As long as you're helping yourself, I'm gonna help you, and I'm gonna help you help you as much as I can. Good mommy, look right? at you. <laughs> so, if you have any other words or advice you can give to people who are stepping out on their own for the first time, or if they're new parents, what would you suggest? New parents, um, it's okay. A new as a new parent, I feel like um, if you don't have those moments where you, it's okay to question yourself and be like, "Am I doing this right?" You know, like you're not, the goal is not to be a perfect parent because there's no such thing as perfect, nothing. I just feel like just do the best that you can. That's it. Take it one day at a time and just do the best that you can. And yeah, just do the best that you can. And like I said, get to know your kids as individuals and to the parents that do have multiple kids, um, understand that each child is different. Yeah. Even if they twins, they, they still two different people. So you can't like, you can't discipline them the same. You you know what I'm saying? Like you have to love you. So just focus on your children as individuals first. And like I said, you can be a friend, but it's all about what type of friend, you know? Yeah. I feel it. I'm here for it. Well, if you guys like the content we're bringing, help us by continuing the conversation. Comment in the descriptions below. Let us know if you guys have any questions or if you want to help us out with some topics. Feel free to throw some ideas at us. Do us a favor and join us on all social media platforms. Follow us on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter. And subscribe to all the podcast content. And remember, guys, we are Minds That Matter. Peace, y'all.